0: fullback belly. Three tight ends, including Haidner. Kuhn is the fullback with the first and goal. Kuhn gets the ball. Final try it and it's ready. And for the touchdown. Back. What a perfect second ever goal. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Fantasy Fullback Dive, brought to you by the good people at the Rotor Street Journal. We're paving your way to Fantasy Glory, acting as your lead blocker to all the fantasy championships and excellence and all that stuff raining down on you that you've been waiting on for probably most of your life. It's the offseason, but it's only, you know, like I said last episode, the offseason's getting shorter and shorter because here we are halfway through June, and what are we, like, uh, three months away, tops, I'd say. Hi, to I'm pretty excited about it. So, you know, why not do another baked best ball draft? And that's where we're going today. I'm your host, Nat the Truth Jones. With me, as always, the Wolf of Roto Street himself. How's it going?
1: I'm uh, feeling fantastic, Truth. Just like last time, sparked up right beforehand to keep with the uh, consistent theme of the show. It's always great to feel that. We'll definitely have some great talking points as we go here. One of the strategies, and Kudos to uh, one of our diehard fans out there, Dookie Bruce, one of my favorite guys. I've uh, been a day one fantasy fullback dive fan that love the guy. Uh, he pointed out, you know, the Deshaun Watson strategy. You guys feeling any different about that from last time? So we'll make sure to hit that probably here right at the top. We got five picks. As you guys know, we'll, we'll pull up the draft as we go. The the talking point today will be the 10 biggest risers of the offseason, but Similar to last time, if you enjoyed the show last time, we're hoping to keep these ones a little more free flowing, a little less structured. Of course, we'll give you some insight and some stats um, as we go. But yeah, I'm just excited to dive into those winners, talk a bit about that big 180 I'm now taking on the Browns, which we talked about last time, and then whatever weird. I mean, last time what it was, how many snakes are in dozens of snakes? Like whatever weird shit. Yeah, you've if got. somebody if somebody <laughs> says
0: like they found dozens of snakes somewhere, how many are they talking about? Exactly. So, I mean, what did we decide last time? I said like 6-7. We no, were actually – we were pretty close on that. We, yes. we both came in around like 65-70, like 80 exactly. times. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Plus the Celtics
1: tonight, you know, yeah. big game three coming back to Boston. Let's go. So, you know, let's let's
0: get this rope in. Let's go. I really don't know how to predict that series. I, call, I said Celtics in six, but, I mean, after watching the first two games, I really have no idea what's going to happen. I, like, no result would really shock me. I don't know. They're they're pretty evenly matched. And with that said, if one of these teams would like win the next three games, I wouldn't be that shocked either. Exactly. So, yeah. It's yeah. it's a great.
1: I, that's why I love about it. so unpredictable. I'm still yep. sticking with myself I think it's going to go the distance, though. They're going to win it on the road as they have all uh, all this entire playoff run. So I, I think it's just going to stay consistent. We're going to go seven games. We're going to take it on the road. I mean, hey, maybe just maybe we win both at home, but they've been really better on the road than at home, right? Like the record is is completely
0: <laughs> – makes no sense to me, but hey. Yeah, they're, the Warriors have been excellent at home. Um, yeah. So we'll see what uh, – we, we, right? we snagged one in Golden State, so that's exactly. actually not a bad thing. Really right, that so, third quarter, baby. Can we win that third quarter? That's going to be the key. So far, no. No. Um, we've been getting so, slapped. Anyway, I went to the store today for this – exact podcast yes and so i like dropped the kids off at school and then i was on my way home and i was like oh shoot i should just go now <laughs> and so like i showed up there at like 9 a.m like which is right when they open so i was like the guy like waiting at the door literally when the store <laughs> opened this morning. And- right 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 <laughs> <laughs> i mean the optics of it weren't great but <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly oh but anyway
0: i got this stuff that was like super on sale and it's really really good
1: yeah always love a good sale that's good stuff i'm on something called the queen mother's goji came highly recommended from the uh tender there it's actually a, a hybrid though i know last time i raved about sativas which is typically my go-to but trying out a, a you know this hybrid hopefully i'm not quite as uh chatty as last time or maybe who knows maybe people like that i have no idea but oh, the, yeah the, it's gonna, the it's people be love a, it what's the name of yours
0: it's called uh captain's cake Ooh. and i was able to get Uh, four of these. If I I bought four, I got it 20 bucks an eight. So I bought four.
1: Yeah. Good stuff. Well, we are one person away from the draft starting Wolfpack. So as you're tuned in there, if you don't mind hitting that thumbs up, helping us grow, helping us keep get out to more people would be so greatly appreciated. Let us know you're there. The chat was such a blast last time with everybody telling us what strains they were smoking and asking us about our favorite high cereal. And just those were the type of questions I think make this show, just more fun to do. I Not that I, I love all the shows we do, but I was really looking forward to getting going again because last time the chat was great. Our, I just I felt like we had a great conversation the whole time. So I'm really pumped to get into this.
0: Yeah, let's do it. I'm thinking about our last best ball team that we yep. had. And it was one of the best stables of backs that you could possibly assemble. We had Derek Henry, Nick Chubb and Zeke. Oh, just yeah. to start. I mean, what a what a bell cow stable there
1: with Josh Allen, too, with you know, Josh Allen. Right. Yeah. Just absolute horses. I mean, he's a, he's a horse himself. I pulled up the draft, by the way, not to air up, just because it is going and we are going to be pick number five. It starts in about thirty five seconds. So
0: where do you where do you like picking in these things?
1: I've, I really like my teams at the top. I love getting Cooper Cup again, whether that's at one or two. I, I love just the teams that the guys I typically target. In round four, I typically take whether I'm right at the beginning of four, like Zeke. I'll take him if I'm, you know, pick number whatever that would be, 37. Or he's often will fall all the way to pick like 48, where I've already loaded up with some of the high-end talent. So I love the top of the drafts. I mean, you can do anything uh, from any point of it, of course, best player available. But to me, the the top two to three picks is really where I've been thriving. Okay. And here we go. And here we go. Uh, so, yeah. And Jay absolutely. Taylor
0: off the board right away.
1: Uh, Jay Taylor, he, he's typically the one pick. And so as we go, you know, we're talking about Nick Chubb and, and some of our Browns. So I do want to talk about, as it gets towards our pick, one of the biggest news and biggest impacts on the rankings, which you can find over at com slash bigboard, my top 200 in all the player rankings as well. I've been very high on the Browns and Deshaun Watson. I figured, you know, his name getting cleared earlier in the offseason. We look like we were also in the Clear Eyes Fantasy owners to just take the plunge and hope that it's a light suspension. But lately, the latest news, very disturbing, you know, multiple cases now coming out against him. In addition to those reports that he got like 66 massages in 12 month span, it's just, we're weird. on the, we're on
0: the clock. Well, <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, that's one thing to say. So I, I, I like,
0: I like Eckler here, honestly.
1: Deal. Let's do it. Let's take Eckler. And then we can keep breaking down this news. I, I was in full agreement there. Okay. Okay. Uh, Only guy I would consider that conversation we had about Dalvin cook on the last episode has me reconsidering where I want to rank him. Just because again, that idea of Dalvin cook and the Todd Gurley offense, I don't want to, if you want a whole argument about it, go back to last pod towards the end. Great. Just that was one of those high thoughts that came out. There's like, why have we not been making a bigger deal about this? The way he can catch the ball averages, the most yards per uh, reception of anybody receiver or running back for the last three years. According to Scott Barrett, our guy, I mean, the guy's going to feast in this new wide open marrying the run and pass. He's up to number five in my consideration, but Eckler's right there above him. So, yeah, I'm with you. Back to Deshaun Watson, though. So all these disturbing details coming out. um, One really graphic, just messed up story. So one, just drafting him feels sicker and grosser. And now I'm already kind of like, Damn, I have, you know, 30% of my teams have this asshole on it. 80% of my teams have Donovan Peoples Jones, who was supposed to blow up with this deep ball connection. But obviously, you know, that's just, it's gross. I don't want anything to do with him at this point um, on the off field sense. But obviously, the, the impact too is on the field. Nick Chubb gets a little less attractive. If I, I was thinking 16, 20 potential touchdowns with Watson at QB with this offense explosive, because you got to assume now with this all coming out, the, the lawyer also saying uh, there's a good possibility the NFL is going to make a decision that he doesn't like. Rumblings, it could be the full season, possibly longer. The Browns might be looking to get out of the contract. It all is just gross. And uh, now, ultimately, I don't really want a ton to do with them. So, yeah, I'll take Chubb at a certain point, but certainly not where I was taking him at like 15 to – Sometimes he'd fall to twenty five. I was like, "Oh my god, I gotta well, steal." That's where I'd probably look at him now.
0: Do you do think you, the NFL yeah. was going to do something anyway? Because it was kind of coasting along, like, "Oh, this guy's probably gonna play." There's, it was like twenty two allegations against him, and then, and now what? Now that there's twenty three or twenty four, now they're like, "Oh, that's that's too many."
1: Yeah. Oh, exactly right. I think. I, I mean, it sounds like they. Isn't that how it seems? Kind of. It seems like they conducted a, an investigation and were kind of pleased with what the results were and whether that means he lied and there were just details he withheld, which will definitely mean an iron fist comes down a little bit harder. It does seem like they were ready to just kind of toss it under the rug, you know, more money for the NFL to have this guy out on the field with create a a better product nonetheless. But yeah, to me, it's, it seems like now they're going to just with so much hitting them in the face right now, they, they have no choice, but to do something and probably do something drastic. So I, all those guys for the Browns, David Bell, the rookie who's taking first team reps, seemed very exciting. David Njoku was the tight end. I was, I have the most ownership of Amari Cooper. I've been drilling in the fourth round, loved can him we, for a while, but yeah,
0: no, I'm, I'm, can I'm we off. throw the big board up there real quick? Um, the big board. Yeah. I want to see the players available. Cause we're up next.
1: Oh yeah. 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 The big board on here. I was going to say, I can put my ranking yeah. short. No, no,
0: no. I love your big board. Uh,
1: so, wow. Hmm. We're up next. I, I got to say some other news we wanted to talk about was the fact that Debo Samuel is going to report to camp. And I know you love Debo. Uh, I obviously love Debo, too. The fact that he's going to camp, to some good vibes. He's the guy I'm thinking, other than maybe Kamara. What are your I thoughts?
0: Was, I was honestly thinking Kamara, although I do love Debo. I'm okay with Kamara. You have a, a clear leaning to one or the other? I mean, I tend to lead running backs. All right. Uh, at this point, if I can. Oh, and Kamara is –
1: Oh All no! Right, it refreshed. Right. We're gonna get DeAndre fucking Swift auto drafted right here. What? Yeah, because it it froze. God damn it. Yep. Oh. oh no, we got Debo. I guess we did get Debo. All Swift right. must have just gone before. It's okay. not that Matt. Matt. I'll take Debo. That's fine. I, I'm I'm happy we got Debo instead of Swift. I, I, I we shouldn't be that upset about Swift. We, I don't know if you've seen those pictures. Looking fucking jacked. Yeah, yeah. Right He's now. Good uh it obviously per, points for touch all that efficiency god off the roof but uh, to me i think deandre swift's one of the more overrated round two picks like the fact that he goes over kamara if he became kamara we'd be thrilled why not take the guy who was the rb4 with james winston at qb that we've seen do it time and time again so i, I don't know, selling is, this on us is there any chance
0: here is there any chance here that nick chubb is going to fall to us
1: Probably, yeah, because of all the disgustingness around the Browns. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked at all. I've seen him falling into round three a lot. Do you think we pull the trigger on Chubb, or do we lean back into Josh Allen again?
0: Mm. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, remember, what last time I think we got – did we get Allen with our fourth pick or our third pick last time? We got Josh Allen with our third pick, yep. Okay, and then we got Zeke with our four? Yeah, exactly. Huh. Gosh. I mean, I mean, I, I I'm Josh Allen is seductive. He really is,
1: especially now with like one of my favorite QBs uh, in in best ball just completely erased and a new strategy. Oh, there goes Chubb anyways. So I, I think that it kind of answers it. Either Keenan Allen or, or no, Josh no, Allen. No, no, way rather,
0: Josh Allen's so much sexier than Keenan Allen. Yeah,
1: let's just keep building these. Jo- I know it's like sim- very similar to last stream, so <laughs> that's the one thing I'm like for content sake. Maybe we do a different thing, but it's just too much of an advantage for me to pass up. Plus, it, so you saw last stream, and I think we do the same idea here. You can just stack those bills up if we get you know, Gabe Davis round five again, Dawson Knox round eight or nine, Crowder yeah. again, you know, Singletary. There, there's so many interesting but also cheap plays on the bills that are just going to consistently rack up points. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all in on the Josh Allen plays. So, yeah, I'm there. I'm, I'm good with it.
0: Also, guys, if you are watching, and I know there's not many of you right now watching, but uh, if, if you are watching, uh, give us a like uh, and tell people we're on because it's a kind of random time that we decided to come on. So hopefully uh, people realize we're streaming and show up at some point.
1: Yeah, I had to um, do a, uh, a work lacrosse game tomorrow, so not our usual Thursday time. I apologize for that. Uh, but, you know, we wanted to make sure we got on there. So. Yeah, I mean, so we talked to Sean Watson. We talked Debo Samuel showing up at camp. The other guy that I was considering there in the third round is Saquon Barkley. Um, He might have just gone just a couple picks ago. And I know the injury concerns, all that stuff is a little frightening. Uh, He went the pick before, so we couldn't have even considered him, I guess. But all the reports out of camp, the guy is catching more balls than he's ever done. He's moving all over the place. Uh, he, He said himself, I've never been this active. And moving around since college, uh, my knee, I'm finally trusting it. So there's a lot of good vibes around Saquon and I'm, I'm not opposed to him, but you said last time, right? No jets, no jets for you. Well, no giants or giants. Yeah. What?
0: And, and jets <laughs> and probably I'm gonna put, Jaguars.
1: I'm going to put us back down there too. I like the view when we're down there. And
0: probably Jaguars also. Ah,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe Doug Peterson. We, we, that was the debate, right? Jets, giants, and uh Jags as in an Jags. Debate. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: And listen, the the Bears aren't, like, far out of that group, in my opinion.
1: I mean, they might be the head of that group. (laughs) Yeah, they
0: might be the head of the class. (laughs) So
1: we got uh, Zeke Elliott potentially falling back to us. I do love Marquise Brown in this range. Uh, Again, this is kind of where I liked Amari Cooper, but with the Watson news not looking great, uh, I'm kind of out on that. So (laughs) I'm saying either Zeke or one of those two receivers, if they fall. If not, I mean, maybe Allen Robinson. Is the play. I love Allen Robinson. I do too. Um, and that's kind of a good segue into one of the guys. We'll make our pick and then we'll get into our featured segment here. Uh, well, the receivers,
0: the two receivers just went. So, I mean, it's going to come down to Zeke or uh, A.R.
1: And I'd be a, a more than okay with either one of them. Do you have a preference between the two? I kind of like well, getting a
0: lo- Logically, I feel like Zeke is probably the right choice. Um I like Robinson more. Like, uh, like I like right. I pull like I pull for him more. You right, know what I mean? right. I get what you mean. But I uh, Zeke Zeke's the right choice. I mean, now look, we're just building essentially the same team we built last time. Although we, didn't we get Debo instead of Kamara? Uh,
1: we had so we got Debo. Yes, exactly. So right. we don't so, have three running backs here.
0: Right. right. Okay. This so will it's be actually a little twist here. To right. What By accident, like- because the computer froze, we have a slightly different team uh, than we yeah. had
1: last week. Well, I do love a Rob, but I also similar to last time stacking up Allen and and and
0: Davis would be pretty sexy. Well, you know as well, you know how we feel about Gabriel Davis.
1: And I know you're not. Yeah, if you're if you've listened to this pod at all, you know we are just whipping it out for Gabe Davis this year. Uh, Bruce Hall, though, I'm very intrigued by as well. The Jets. We talked. That's that's why the Jets conversation started last time. Right? Was we got a question about which rookie? is your no brainer number one. And to me, it is Breesaw. And you were like, he's on the jets.
0: And I think fair counter for sure. Yeah. That that's my counter. I know, you know, more about the ins and the outs and the numbers and stuff than I do, but I can, I'll tell you this. I know who's on the jets. Um, yeah. Gabe Davis, I think is like, you know, you went to college, you know what I'm talking about. Like you know, there's maybe like a, a girl who's just like the hottest girl in college. You just, she's so smoking hot. And then like, <laughs> then you go home over break Like, and you come back like the next year and somehow she's even hotter. Oh, okay. I was
1: was like, where's he going with this? You know what I'm talking about? Cause it's like, we
0: were all over Gabe Davis at the end of last year. Like we, we were trying to pick him up. If we're at the bar, we're trying to pick him up. And then the off season happens and now like, and you see her again and you didn't think she could be any hotter, but somehow she
1: is. Somehow she is. I mean like way hotter too. This year he is just absolutely smoking. So yeah, I, I am in full agreement. If him, I mean, Allen Robinson's still there. Truth. What are your thoughts? Do we do we stack up our guys, or do we consider going a Rob? Uh, probably stack uh, it right. I mean,
0: this again. The stack is probably the right call. I feel so bad not taking a Rob, but uh, oh, it's, it's such today. a good I deal. On I A-B. love the yeah. Allen Davis stack.
1: Yeah, do we do it? What do you think? A yeah, yeah, Rob or Davis? You tell me a name, and I'm gonna go with it because I love them both. Davis. Davis. All righty. Oh, it feels so gross passing up a Rob though.
0: Do you want to take him?
1: Uh, I want to take him because okay. what is, we'll take it, there's take no chance he's gonna make it back to us.
0: There you're is you're right. Like no, a, Gabe, Look, Davis isn't either, but no, whatever. he's not. But
1: yeah, we, we took we took Davis last time. Let's let's stack up A Rob. Okay, uh 909 I mean,
0: nine uh, nine nine uh, Orbits points out Gabe Davis is a slut now because everyone's picking him up. Yeah, true, sure.
1: exactly. Like, not only is he hunter, but he's he's being treated as such, deservedly right. so. Right um,
0: many people ourselves included, absolutely throwing ourselves exactly. At this guy.
1: Well, right. so the future segment, and this is kind of a segue because Allen Robinson's part of this top ten list was the biggest off-season winners. And so this is like the meat of the and there goes our boy Gabe Davis. Uh part of me is like, why did we do this? But
0: <laughs> I think I think it's okay. I mean we, we have a stack on our other team. So Right. Yeah, let's, exactly. Let's I mean, let's take a chance on A Rob just blow. We'll make sure
1: there. to get Knox, Singletary, you know. Uh, James and Crowder later. We'll, we'll load up on those guys, but let's yes. ch- the quickly chat. And I don't think we need to linger on it because, again, the, the point of this is the draft, unless the random banter that pops up. But you know, 20 minutes in, we should at least cover what we, we promised to, and we could always cut clips of this to make oh, it yeah. one
0: thing about us. We always keep our promises, folks.
1: Yes, <laughs> and that is the offseason risers. Uh, whether that was free agency, whether that was the draft, whether that was other people leaving and they're still at home, these are the people that have been either affected by people being added around them or removed by them. And the the biggest winners, because I've been doing these drafts since like February, the guys that I've seen rise in price from these, and also the guys that I really agree with rising in price, the guys that I really want to highlight here. And so these are the honorable mentions. Corderell Patterson, only getting an honorable mention, not because I'm worried about Tyler Algier. I don't think he's that good. And I I think he's one of the most overhyped rookies coming in right now but just because that that's actually part of it. I'm not worried about him at all. And they've already started to talk about maybe alternating and getting Patterson back to that playmaking role in which he was, if you, you had him last year, you remember the first few weeks, the guy was the RB4 in fantasy while he was going deep, making huge plays week in and week
0: out. Didn't that, you think they just used him horribly? Like they used him in amazing, they used him amazing at first. And you're just like, wow, <laughs> they've unlocked this guy. And then they just didn't. Exactly. Like it, was why? it seemed so stupid to me. He was like 60% of their offense. And then they're like, all right, this game we're really gonna throw everyone off. We're gonna only give him like four carries and one target. Right. It made no sense
1: to me. I it still baffles me, still boggles the mind here. It bothers uh me. we do have our pick coming up, but yeah, Patterson in the hopes that he just because they've lost so many playmakers, they did draft Drake London, but I could see him getting back into that playmaking, moving him around type of role. That's kind of the, the early hype. And also whether he does or not, he's got the backfield to himself. Again, only a fifth round rookie. No, no, no.
0: orbit says breaking cup signs five year, $110 million. Wow. Yeah. Deserved every penny too. Good it's for like him. Cup um, can pick up a breakfast check every now and then. Right, exactly.
1: Derek (laughs) Carr, breakfast check. Exactly. All right, let's make our pick and then we'll talk about some of our other honorable mentions. I queued up Elijah Moore. I know you don't love the Jets, but I I do love Elijah Moore. Eli Mitchell as a a third running back could be nice right here or Dalton Schultz to lock up a nice tight end, but I kind of like waiting for Dawson Knox. So Eli Moore, Eli Mitchell.
0: I I would definitely go Mitchell.
1: Yeah, and I he might make it back to us. I've seen him fall as far as like eighty before, but nah, I don't want to risk he's not making there.
0: it back to us. He's at the top I, of the list.
1: I feel like the running backs do drop a tier after him. So um and there goes our boy Eli Eli more there. Uh afterwards, I do like Thielen. We had him last time and just unsexy but interesting. I do like no, he's going so so
0: unsexy but interesting.
1: <laughs> Hunter Renfro also <laughs> intrigues me.
0: There's um, still gonna, some sexy names on this list.
1: I like Kenneth Walker. Remember last time we talked about how there's been at least one top fifteen rookie running back for six straight years. It's probably going to be Brees Hall, but damn, it could be Kenneth Walker. And there's been, I think it was five of the last seven years have had a top ten running back. So I, that's why I always like getting rookie running backs. What kind I mean,
0: of what kind of woman do you think Christian Kirk is at the at the bar? I mean,
1: people value him a lot more I, he's he's the one that has a ton of money I, he's he's the one that you want because of the money and nothing really else I,
0: yeah i was i was looking at it like he, he's nice she's he slash she is is nice looking like not the hottest you've ever seen but nice looking but like it's gonna ca it's gonna take so much to mm. seal the deal like you're gonna have to buy this you're gonna have, agree, have to yeah. buy this woman nine ten eleven drinks and, mm. and they're and they're expensive drinks <laughs> exactly the, the top shelf you know gray goose is
1: is nothing to them they want something better than that
0: <laughs> right, right, right what do you have in the back
1: exactly <laughs> your oldest bottle uh exactly
0: daniel says who do you guys consider a quarterback wide receiver sleeper combo i don't know if that's something you're prepared to answer off the top of your head
1: so are we looking at like a late qb wide receiver stack i, I could definitely answer that in one let's, second because we're about to yeah,
0: pick. stack i'm thinking stack definitely
1: what do you think, Dalton Schultz or Hunter Renfro? Uh,
0: I like Renfro more, and I would try to uh, get Knox.
1: Yeah, because we don't have we don't have a third receiver yet. So I like getting like a nice steady third receiver there. So in terms of a, a late QB receiver stack, well, I do like getting Renfro at this price range, and then getting Derek Carr not too later. I mean, that that's a great stack, and he to kind of put us back into this conversation. Is Derek Carr one of our biggest offseason winners? A guy that, you know, reasonable QB, two was actually a top six QB for the first five weeks of last year. So we've seen the upside. The guy can put up elite numbers. And then you give him Devontae Adams, maybe the best receiver in the game. So no way he couldn't be on a winner's list. But just an honorable mention to me, because we'll get to the 10 names in a sec, but I love him. And Mike Evans as well, an honorable mention. Given that Godwin likely to miss a decent amount of time, given that Brady just even came back, like I kind of had Mike Evans crossed off my list of do not draft until we had Brady return. Mike Evans game logs: eight games without Chris Godwin, seven one one TD, seven one twenty two one TD, five forty one a TD, five fifty one a TD, four forty seven a TD, six eighty nine two TDs, nine one seventeen and a touchdown, eight one nineteen and a touchdown. Did you notice a trend to everything I said there, Truth?
0: Uh, the numbers were high and there were touchdowns,
1: <laughs> touchdown, touchdown. Not a single game without Godwin, right. he scored in every single game without Godwin, right. is the point. And many of them over 100 yards, including last year, the two games at the end of the year, just a monstrous target share. So, I love Evans. Yes, they signed Gage. There's going to be a little more target competition here, um, without Godwin, even when Godwin's out. But uh, to me, that it's nowhere. Gonk's probably back to, but even still, Evans has to be considered a winner. Um, but that's that's the honorable mentions. Back to your question about a late QB sleeper and stack. I, I like that question a lot. Um, to me, I really again like Brandon Cooks. I know it's not late, but I like him in the middle rounds. And then David Mills goes in the last rounds. I really like David Mills. He had four games above twenty-five points last year. As, as a rookie getting tossed in the fire. So I really like him. Um, otherwise, I think Kirk Cousins goes really, really late. So like Kirk Cousins and KJ Osborne, especially if you've already gotten the Justin Jefferson or the unsexy Adam Thielen earlier, I love the price on Kirk Cousins right now and this new Vikings offense coming over from the Rams, the Kevin O'Connell system. I've been loading up on Vikings. I think that is one of the best stacks by far that you can get late rounds. So that gives you a couple names. Um, let me know if you want even deeper than that, you know, like Matt Jones. And I think, I think the
0: I think the Raiders is a legitimate answer.
1: Yeah, we, I mean, yeah, we talked I, about I, those. Right. Yeah,
0: I mean, I just that's that's who I keep reflexively coming back to. Is just, I think we
1: go our boy Knox here, even though he might yeah, be yeah, there. Yeah. Fuck, let's not let him get through.
0: Yeah, agree.
1: I don't want to risk it. Um, and now we do have to queue up our next picks. I like Olave. I like Lazard, um, yeah, Damian Harris. Do we go our guy Singletary again? It just keeps stacking those bills.
0: Um, um, you can kind of see do, the big. Do you boards. think he would come back to us? No, probably not.
1: Singletary oh. won't make it back next round. No, we're going to be picking at one hundred and one, and then our next pick won't be until one twenty-five. So yeah, I would know. there's no way we'll get him again. I think
0: if Singletary's here, you take him?
1: Yeah, I do too. I've been I've been scooping him in every draft. Um, James Cook, if he's gone, is their their next potentially pass-catching maestro. Um, Christian Watson, high upside as a rookie. So I like all these guys. I do like Melvin Gordon, too. So we got some names. We got some guys queued up here. I'm not into Damian Harris this year, Truth.
0: No, I'm not particularly India, uh, into yeah, him either. We loved him last year. and We were right
1: about it. I mean, he was great. It's great, especially in best ball. Amazing you know, 25, 30-point weeks. Might have a few of those, but with Pierre Stroud, like they've just been all the moves this offseason in the backfield are gross yeah. to me. So, yeah, you think Singletary over a Because I really do yep. like this rookie. But, I yeah, do. it's it's our – it's our. Um,
0: I yeah. would take Singletary personally.
1: Me too. All righty. So we got him. And now we can get back into our uh, future segment. We haven't even gotten to our top ten yet. We got the honorable mentions down uh, for sure. Good to see you, Fallonini. Um, I know. <laughs> asking uh, the stack to Carr, Adams, Waller, Winston, AK41, hmm. Mike T., Lance Debo Kittle. Ooh, great question. Well, that point. is a
0: great question. I don't think you can take the saints one because Mike Tom Thomas is just too much of a question mark. If he's, yep. if he's the third guy in your stack, I mean, you might end up with only two players in your stack. So I don't think you can take the saints, even though it's sexy. I get it. I uh, like the first one's probably my favorite.
1: Yeah. I, I mean,
0: Debo. You know what? The Debo first one, def- the yeah. first one's definitely my favorite.
1: Exactly. Cause Adams is the best player. I have Carr above Lance and then like Waller Kittle, pretty comparable. It, maybe I have Kittle a little higher, but maybe. I, I'm definitely going that, that first one. I like the Raiders yep. stack a lot there. That's a great yeah. question. And we got some yeah. other good questions in there as well. But let me quickly touch upon some of these winners uh, while we're in between.
0: Yeah, events. you're going to spend as long on all these as we did on Honorable Mention. That was the longest Honorable Mention segment ever. It's like it's, <laughs> in the end, it's better to have been, you know, 12th than like fourth on this list. I'm going to go
1: 50 minutes on the uh, Broncos here (laughs) alone, but yes, Russell Wilson himself going from the offense that attempted the 32nd or 31st most pass attempts in all, but one of his seasons, just a complete misuse of his talent, just craziness. Um, I, I, I laugh just thinking about that. He finally, whether it's a pass happy offense or not, it's going to be at least middle of the pack. That's kind of where Hackett has resided, but more importantly is his receivers. And this was a great stat, shouting out uh, Sal Vitry here. In two straight years, even with that low of pass volume, his top two receivers have ranked in the top 20. Yes, it's DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, two great talents, but I do really think Cortland Sutton is a great talent as well. So those guys are definite huge winners, guys I wasn't really looking at until they had the huge quarterback upgrade, and now I love it. It's good for, obviously, Javante Williams, more touchdown chances. I do like Albert O, freakish athleticism at force. you know, Four, five, forty at six, freaking seven, like a monster. But to me, it's the receivers, and, and to me, it's also Sutton. I, I like Sutton. If I had to pick one of the two, I prefer Sutton myself. Do you have a, a strong leaning on either Sutton or Judy?
0: Uh, I would lean Sutton. I'm a little bit worried. I mean. the the injury history with Judy scares me a little bit. And also kind of some of this off the field stuff also scares me a little bit. I know that yeah. I should and not-
1: he's already been just for the record. He's been forgiven, like not forgiven, but like that's already been cleared. So yeah. that, that off field stuff. But on the same note that you mentioned the injuries, he's already dealing with the groin thing. Right. And, and it, just, you
0: know? <laughs> it just adds to kind of like a, a kind of bad vibe I'm getting from him. And so since I consider them pretty close anyway, I lean Sutton. That, you know, it's maybe not the most sound logic, but that's it.
1: I'll give you even more sound logic in a second, but we got Valdez, Scantling, Woods, Watson at the top. I do like Zach Ertz, but we already have Knox. Um, Madison's got some upside. I think we go receiver. What are your thoughts on Watson here?
0: Uh, I'm going to take your word on this. I don't know as much about Watson as you do, but I see the appeal of a potential one or two in the Green Bay passing game. He's available. I think you should grab him.
1: Yep. And that was, you know, my winner number eight is Alan Lazard. So this gives us kind of a window to talk about the Packers receivers. I do think Lazard is the probably number one receiver here just because he has that established rapport with Aaron Rodgers. And we know how important that is. He also, Aaron Rodgers had the quote today that Lazard's been our dirty work guy for most of his career. Now he's getting an opportunity to be a number one. I'm not worried about him at all stepping into that role. You gotta like that he like loves Lazard because yes, Puff is Puff, but when it comes from Aaron Rodgers, like it's I don't know if it is puff. It's important to have the guy that Rogers trusts, Rogers likes. So I, I love Alan Lazard. That all being said, if Christian Watson can get it under, you know, get the routes down and yes, he's quote unquote raw coming up, he is a freak. 99th percentile speed score 99th percentile catch radius insane leaping ability by far i mean nobody comes even close to this guy's athletic and just raw natural ability on the packers roster so should he build that rapport should he earn rogers trust there's no way he's not the number one thor talked about this so you go listen to that podcast be like rookies talk amazing amazing guests there uh, from R- nbc uh, sports edge there insane podcast but Christian Watson, that was one of the biggest takeaways. He watched him at the Senior Bowl, and he he was just so impressed with what he did. So either way, finding that number one Packers receiver is huge. Al Mazar, definitely a big winner. The wide receiver ate over the final week, five weeks of 2021, and now he doesn't have Devonte Adams. So that is one of the biggest winners. We are now on the clock, so we didn't queue up anybody. Let's uh, We're going to have to make a gut call here. Don't love Ramondre. I'm not, certainly not going to Sean Watson. I do like – oh, this might be uh, – Let's go Crowder. Let's stack our guy up because he might not fall to us on the way back. So that way okay. we don't have to think about it. You okay with that?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. Uh,
1: yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going, we're going Crowder there. Loading up on uh, that, that Bill's offense is always a good call. So at least we have stacked up Singletary, Crowder, and Knox. We did go Allen Robinson ahead of Gabe Davis. Are you, you having any second thoughts or regrets on that one?
0: Yeah, but I would have felt that way if we'd gone the other way too. I mean, I, I would have had regrets or second thoughts either way. I really, they're two of my favorite guys this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we got so, Davis
0: last draft. So,
1: yeah, I like this. We'll switch it up. Um, in between the Lazard and Cobb winners, and I, uh, oh, we didn't even mention Cobb as like a potential winner. This is a pretty wild stat truth. I just wanted to share with you because we we keep joking about how unsexy Cobb is, but it's still like, is. usable. In games, he saw five or more targets last year. 569 ooh nice and two touchdowns five or no three catches 15 yards and two touchdowns three catches for 50 yards and then 495 and one touchdown so three uh, four games were <laughs> scores with two touchdowns in half of those games one was three for 50 kind of a dud but i mean three of those four games were very very good and this is a guy going in the last rounds of drafts so well, Randall if we can God. get him in
0: the last round, let's grab him in the last round. He Good. is like, he's like the woman that you aren't really interested in picking up at the, at the bar because she's not sexy. But then you end up going home and you know, she actually really impresses you. Shocks you. You're Shocks like, you. Wow, impresses you. Yeah. She's sexier oh, right. than I thought.
1: <laughs> indeed uh so yeah they, they were uh Randall cobb to wrap up that one to get a quick another winner in there before our next pick cd lamb dalton schultz just to a huge target exodus there with the uh cowboys with with amari cooper their number one target of last year leaving blake jarwin now hurt and probably not playing and michael gallup likely out for at least till mid-October I love Gallup I think he's a great value I think he's a great talent and, and when he comes back he's going to be in such a good spot but this is the offense the Cowboys number one in total yards and total points last year second in pass yards and top five in TDs of both years that Moore and Dak Prescott have been together this is the best aerial pie one of the best aerial pies out there and really there's not many mouths besides CeeDee Lamb and Schultz maybe Zeke catches more that's why I keep drafting Zeke keep loving it but this is a wide open and one of the most delicious pies. And apparently Ceedee lamb has grown an inch and added like 10 pounds of muscle Schultz. I know you're know, holding out what up, but this is a tight end three last year with now even more volume coming his way. Cowboys all in on them. What are your thoughts? Truth.
0: I may it's gross, but I think you're right. I don't like, I mean, I, I just hate praising the Cowboys. Yeah. But I mean, I know logically you're correct. These guys are, are big winners and it is a huge and very appealing pie. So, yeah, you could do a lot worse.
1: Yeah, big winners of the offseason. We're about to be up. I, I don't see a ton of running backs I love here, um, and we already have four of them. So I'd I say we either yeah. continue rolling on with receivers. I don't love Patrick or Hardman, um, so I don't love either of them. But maybe Tunyon or Irv Smith. I, I really like it tight end. Or Osborne, I know we just talked about right. as a, a potential receiver that we both like. Any leanings on any of these guys? Do we take the – Oh, we got to take somebody. I'm just going to take Irv. Fuck. All right.
0: Take Irv. Just get a backup. Man, tight end. I, don't I, love, it. I don't love – I mean, I'm not saying I don't love the Irv pick. I don't love it, but it's like I don't I don't like any of the options right now. Yeah, it does thin out pretty fast. I know we started hey, with – I'll like, tell you what, though. Let's make sure we get Daryl Williams this time.
1: Yeah, this could be the pick right here. I mean, we're up right now will be 149. That's still rich for me. Uh,
0: 164. What's his average draft position? Um, I'm just saying it really bothered both of us when we didn't get him last time.
1: This might be where we have to take him. I agree. It really pissed us both off. Uh, is he already fucking gone? Someone must have watched the last podcast. Oh, he, he is gone. When the hell did he get drafted? I don't know. I was like maybe. 149 might be a little early. <laughs> Apparently not. There goes Watson. I was gonna say maybe. Oh, he went was, 136. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. I was gonna say you yeah, know that's decent value on Watson. I was gonna, like, I hate that we started the podcast. Say probably not drafting him. We already had Josh Allen, so I didn't think we needed to. Um, but I was gonna say maybe we just take the stab at like him only getting a half season or something.
0: I don't All think right, well, I don't think he would have been a good pick there. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I love KJ Osborne here. What okay. are your thoughts? Yeah, I think of the options that are available, he's probably the best one.
1: Yeah, because we you know, we have D, we have some pretty sick receivers now with a lot of upside on the bench. Like Debo, Allen Robinson, you know you're probably locking those two in most weeks. And then it comes down to Renfro pretty steady and solid, even with Adams there. And then between Watson, Crowder, Osborne, like I, I like that. Yeah, it's a good it, squad. I'm telling you, Err er Smith is such an athletic freak. Like I know you didn't love that pick, but, no,
0: I it wasn't that I didn't like the Irv Smith pick specifically. It was I didn't really like the choices at that point. I didn't like. Yeah. I didn't see a better obvious choice. I know. I would have saying. liked to have had Daryl Williams, but I, I mean, he was off the board. Come to. He
1: was off the board. Nothing we could do. I, and I'm not going to take a matter. I have him ranked at 140. He went 135. Like uh, you know, I'm I'm all set there. Uh, we will have room for a couple running backs. I'd say because we only have four so far and six receivers. We do have, I, I like our backs though. And between Eckler, Zeke, Mitchell, Singletary, I think you're getting at least two with 18 to 20 points every week there. So yep. I'm, a, I'm a big fan of what we've built. I'll queue up a couple of names. And Najoku was a guy I was banging the table for over Irv Smith not too long ago. But again, downgrade all those Browns right now with such an uncertain situation. I'll just keep queuing up. I do like Gus the Bus, Khalil Herbert, if anything happened to. Williams would be, I mean, I'm Montgomery.
0: Wandale's getting a lot of hype. You're playing again, best, but let me, I, mean, I I'm not saying I agree with this. You, I mean, Donovan's people's Jones right there again, but what do you think of in best ball? What do you think of someone like Will Fuller who is going to get you, you know, 35 points twice? It's, it's, I think it's fine, especially this <laughs> late, because it's all, about, I mean, we already have know, six right? good
1: receivers, right? But it's all at the end of the day, all about total points. So even if you add like 70 total points to your team, at this point, that's pretty nice, and we don't know where he's going to go yet, but he's a guy that I, I am really into um, right now just because I think it's it's great value. Um, all right, so we got Josh Allen. I don't think we need to worry about getting a quarterback as much as I like Winston's value here, falling yeah. eight picks blows ADP. I like this rookie for the Cowboys, Jalen Tolbert, and I like this rookie, Alec Pierce, for the Colts. I think either of those receivers – Makes decent sense. And I also like Tyrion Davis Price, but we already have Eli Mitchell. So Tolbert, Pierce, what do you think?
0: I, I know very little about either of those guys. So if i were fire picking. It would be based on the team and the pie. So I'd probably take the Dallas guy. Although, I yeah. Him. Oh, that's who you took. I was just going to say he, someone just took him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was us. It was us. It was us. Let me let me ask you something. Ask me anything. Anything. Wow. Um, (laughs) I was watching this show. Uh, This reminds me of a funny thing. I was watching this show one time when I was really high. And did you ever see the show uh, Sneaky Pete on Amazon Prime? I never saw it. No. But but you've heard of it, right? Yeah, I know
1: exactly what it is. Yeah.
0: I've never seen it. So I was watching it and I was enjoying it, but I was, I was really high. This is like three or four years ago, probably. And, I guess at some point I must have changed the channel, but I didn't realize I had changed the channel. <laughs> and so I changed the channel and like to HBO and Kong skull Island was on. And mm. so these are these guys going <laughs> through the, the woods. Or there's these guys going through the woods and like, you know, with guns and I'm like, all right, this is a crime show, sneaky Pete. I guess I missed when they like transitioned to the woods. And then all of a sudden, just out of the blue, King Kong just jumps the fuck out of the trees (laughs) and just bashes the shit out of him. And I was like, so taken aback. (laughs) Like, I was just like, what the fuck just happened here? (laughs) And then I realized I I changed the channel. But I was like, I did did not see that coming even a little bit. Like, I didn't think there were giant gorillas on this show. (laughs) that's incredible
1: (laughs) that's on yeah sneaky beat what a a twist i mean it was a huge twist
0: oh (laughs) Oh, that's great you know anyway sorry a little tangent there but i no apologies uh, popped popped into my head and i was like i gotta tell somebody about that i'm I'm gonna go gus bust yeah as
1: much as i like the value on alec pierce fallen ah I mean, what do you think of Alec Pierce? You don't know much about him. I, I,
0: I don't I don't want to pretend. I would take Gus, but that's because I know Gus and I don't know Alec Pierce.
1: Yeah. Well, and then Gus gives us an opportunity to get back into the winners. I know we haven't covered them all. We'll, we'll quickly show you who else we have queued up. But at number five, I had J.K. Dobbins. But also, this applies to Gus Bus. The Ravens, according to The Athletic, have done all the moves that signal – getting back to their 2019 roots. And what was that? The run heaviest team, like the one of the run heaviest teams this league has ever seen, certainly in the modern era of passing. And they beefed up the line, you know, three lineman additions, their center, right guard, right tackle, which were the weak spots last year. Bam, bam, bam. They trade away Marquise Brown. They're going to run the ball in an insane clip. So yes, JK Dobbins love him in those middle rounds as a potential monster, but also Gus Edwards in these late rounds where we just took him they, they love feeding two backs either way. So I, I almost like drafting him more than Dobbins just because you can get him 10 rounds later, as you see right here. I'll take a, a piece of that backfield and this offense that's clearly going to go back to those roots in round 15 all day. So, yeah, the, the, the Ravens w- backfield, huge winners of this offseason. Yeah, Dobbins obviously a sexier piece, but I love the value you can get on Gus that we just put, pulled.
0: Yep. Sweet. The OBJ is in our queue also. Although oh yeah. he's, not on, he's not on a team, but I definitely understand the appeal for best ball. Allen Robinson, winner number six. We talked about that a little bit.
1: We did, yeah. It just says we, we, we should have probably covered him while we drafted him. But just to reemphasize the fact that since McVay took over, the – Rams have had top 20 receivers in four of their five years, uh, two top 20 receivers in four of their five years. Is what I meant to say, And the only year with Stafford, they had two top 12 guys in points per game with Woods being the wide receiver 12 before he went down cup, obviously this God <laughs> last year, uh, but there was only one year. Golf was just absolutely abysmal. Every other time, you know, cup wide receiver seven woods, wide receiver 14 woods, wide receiver, 18 cup, 19. Yeah. It was just every year has been two top 20 receivers. That's why I was like, I, I love Gabe Davis, but there is the case that he's not as good as we think he is. And yeah. Alan Robinson, as bad as he was last year, like we know he's an absolute stud. And he's about to have the best quarterback of his career. Like, I can't yep. wait to see what he does with Stafford. He might he might be a top five receiver, like right obviously at the top as well, but I can't wait.
0: I agree. Toons, by the way, uh, says he, he agrees with the Tolbert pick. Loved it. He says – Tolbert has a chance to be the wide receiver too for the first few weeks in a top passing attack.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, i I'm, nothing else to say with with Gallup in top two weeks. I mean, who knows if Gallup has a setback? Who might be? And yeah, all the we hyped up CD Lamb for sure at the beginning of the show, deservedly so. He, I mean, he could be a guy that breaks fancy this year. CD Lamb, like there again, no real competition besides Dalton Schultz. The guy's name is Dalton Schultz. What else do you need to know? Like CD Lamb could go. Berserk and break fantasy. We have to pick here, um, which I do. I do love Kendrick Bourne. Um, I like Odell Beckham, but like we know what we're getting with Bourne, and we know he's going to put up some stats. You, you okay with just going Bourne here?
0: Yes, I am okay with that.
1: I'm I'm a big Bourne fan. Again, wide receiver twelve last year, <laughs> had multiple twenty eight point plus weeks. Like uh, that's best ball g- g- gold here. The, the as late as he goes, i absolutely in love with Kendrick Bourne. I would say we probably want one more running back. Uh, We have two more picks. So I'd say a running back, maybe a backup to Josh Allen as well is is how I'd probably wrap this draft up, even though I do love Vilas Jones. um,
0: You do love Vilas Jones.
1: He's my favorite last round pick. Um, But yeah, Allen Robinson, (laughs) way back to circle it all back. Absolutely in love with him. Um, the other guys I had on the list, Juju Smith, schuster don't need to really go into much other than the fact that he's playing with Pat Mahomes now and might be the number one receiver there given that they didn't make any insane moves. A lot of like yeah. similar Sky Moore types, but so I've seen like Juju becomes this year's Cooper Cup and I don't think that's the level he gets to, but uh, I could see him becoming a top look, There's It's
0: entirely possible there will not be any this year's Cooper Cup. Like that was one be, of the greatest know. receiving seasons ever. We can't exactly. be like, well, who's going to win the triple crown this year and lead in everything? And I mean, probably no one. <laughs> all, all my
1: favorite late round running backs are gone too. Foreman. We have a lot of run. running backs.
0: We got a lot of running backs.
1: We've got we've got five. I wouldn't call it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> all I, right,
0: I, I thought we had more.
1: I like Sony. Yeah, we, you probably keep thinking we have um, what's his name Kamara, and we don't. I do. I, hate I do Ingram think that. in case there is a suspension um all righty it's our pick do i do we go mac jones again and just back up josh allen or like jared goff or do we just go on sexy
0: yeah I uh i mean how how strongly do we feel about taking a zero uh
1: on the bye week you mean
0: yeah do we I, i'm shit? gonna
1: go one more receiver i'm gonna go Velas. Yeah. he's our guy go and Vilas. then we can you just know figure you want you
0: know you want to go Velas?
1: i gotta go him he's our guy I, I keep going him in the last round so now we got nine receivers five running backs. I do think we probably take a quarterback just cause the bye week and, and Allen did, I was looking at his game logs. Like he had a couple games of like 15 points, that that shitty weather game with the pats. And like there, there might be a week where a Mac Jones um, or a, a Jared Goff, there's no more. You're not Nathan allowed to Mills. take
0: Carson Wentz.
1: No, I don't want, Carson I don't want him in the locker room. If, if Mac Jones or Jared Goff fall to us, I'd say one of them. And if not, then maybe we go Sony. Maybe we go Ingram. Um, the one other late round running back, there's a couple here. Rex Burkett had some really big games last year, which is so gross. But like they only similar to the the Patterson argument, they only added like a fourth-round rookie who I, I love Damian Pierce. I think he's gonna be a stud. Keontae Ingram is the rookie the Cardinals added. Most say Darrell Williams has that job, and he probably does, but there's upside there. Our boy. James White, we've always loved him, but they did add Pierre Strong, who could kind of take over um, the pass catching role there. Is Pierre Strong? People are taking all the. Oh no, he isn't drafted. So Pierre Strong's like the the upside Patriots running back. If you didn't want to go gross on sexy, um, Kyron Williams just broke his foot, so no need to go him. I
0: also like sneaky. Look at like Chris Boston. Carson. Look at Chris Carson on the board.
1: Yeah, he, well, he might not even play football this year.
0: I know the, the neck injury. <laughs> know, that's he's on why. the board, sure. right?
1: Absolutely. So those are a couple of the names. You know, Marlon Mack's with the Texans too. He could get some volume, but that's if we want to go a running back. Otherwise, I say we we stick to either Mac Jones or Jared Goff
0: with our I'd next. Probably, like, I'd probably like Goff more if I'm being honest.
1: Yeah, I think I do too. And Mac Jones went anyways. So and there goes Goff. So I mean, no. do we even bother? I don't know that we bother with the QB. I think we just take the zero in the bye week and hope for okay. the best with Josh Allen. Josh Allen's health. Because if Allen gets hurt, we're not going to win this thing anyways, right? You know, so right.
0: like. Nah, we've, we've invested so all in on this guy. Maybe James White. Ooh.
1: I mean, James White. I like Boston Scott a lot. as like the Eagles version of James White. Because White's coming off the injury and they drafted his replacement. And like the Patriots are always so fucking annoying.
0: Oh, yeah. They'll cut know. you loose. Take I'm going to go.
1: Scott. I'm going to go Boston Scott. He had, he had more touchdowns. Well, any everybody had more touchdowns than Miles Sanders last year because he had exactly, literally you know, everyone, right? everybody in the league had four touchdowns that scored. Uh, Boston Scotts had more twenty point days than Miles Sanders. Uh, I think he's one of the best like late round picks that you can make. So yeah, we're we're ended up loading up. Um, I can pull the board back up for you guys so you can take a peek at it. But there, there we go. Um, so that that's going to be our draft one QB. That's the, that's the benefit of Josh Allen. I think he can get away with it. Uh, I think out, so too. Huge upside. So the other, just to wrap up the, the conversation, and again, any questions you guys have, it's certainly, you know, last people at the time asked about like best high cereal and shit like that. Like get us, get us going on a rant. That's what I want. But I do want to just wrap up because we advertised top 10 uh, off-season winners. So Rashad Bateman has to be in there. Showed just big boy ability, top five in contested catch rate last year. Looked like a monster. And now with so many targets vacated, uh, Marquise Brown was top ten in targets last year. Those have to go somewhere, even if they get more run heavy. But no team, uh, only only two teams, vacated more overall air yards, um, more overall targets. So Rashad Bateman is, if he's the stud that I think he looked like he was, will be a beast next year. We already talked about Gabe Davis. You know, they lost Sanders. Um, they lost Cole Beasley. Tons of targets up for grabs in the best offense in the league. Crowder also sliding into that that slot role that made Beasley a top. 25 receiver and back-to-back years before last year, he kind of crumbled, but yeah, great role for Crowder. Who's a better Cole Beasley at this point, Gabe Davis, last time out there, eight catches, 200 yards and four touchdowns. And you remember the quote from the the GM stud. I want to go to war with him type of shit. I go to yeah. war with Gabe Davis any day. I mean, Come on, yeah. get you horny. We've already talked about Jalen Hurts a million times on his pod, so we don't need to spend too much time in there, but was already the quarterback six in fancy points per game, number one in points per drop back, and now you add A.J. Brown, the run after the catch special, which was the, the, the Eagles were bottom of the pack and runs after the catch yards created by the receivers. A.J. Brown, just an absolute monster. So you're going to get that Konami. You're going to get better weapons. Uh, I don't know how much time we've talked about James Conner, um, but he's my number one winner given he returned to the place that made him the running back five last year. And when Edmonds was out, he was the running back one. The guy averaged 23 over 23 PPR points per game in the five games without Chase Edmonds, nearly 21 touches per game, almost five and a half targets, 5.4 targets per game and 100% of the goal line carries he ranked eighth in red zone touches as anyways, Ended up scoring 17 touchdowns. If he stays healthy, the guy is a lock for another top five running back season, but you can get him at running back 14 right yeah. now. One of the biggest r- winners. The best part about it, just pair him with Daryl Williams in round 15. I guess we couldn't tonight because somebody else was somehow even higher. Yeah. <laughs> Literally than us, maybe, but also certainly uh, Daryl Williams. Uh, but Jay, you can pair those two up, lock up the backfield, and have yourself a top 10 running back for the entire season. So those were the, the winners. That's kind of the recap of it all.
0: Whew. Alrighty. Truth. What else do you got for me? Well, I mean, I have plenty of just like stuff to talk about, but you know, are you good on, have you said what you need to say about football?
1: Those were the winners I wanted to get through. So I'd love to get into the banter part of it. I want to see uh, what people have to say. I'm just trying to find the team we drafted uh, completed. I've done, as you can see, I'm a sick, sick man. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the one we just drafted. Yeah. view new full draft. So let's, We can kind of pull this up and keep it in the background so you guys can see uh, what we did, where we ended up. Yeah, Let's recap the draft real quick, and then whatever weird questions you have for me and whatever the people have. So we got Eckler. The only other guy I'd consider there was maybe Chase, but I think that's a little too rich. Henry or Dalvin Cook also in consideration, but I like Eckler where we got him. Debo Samuel, Josh Allen. We considered Kamara where we went uh, Debo, but with our team chemistry here, I kind of like what Debo brings to the table um ja again becoming that third round guy i just take every time such a lock for qb1 production almost every week we went zeke just like we did last time round four we had the choice between robinson and gabe we went a rob i don't hate it number six in our winners eli mitchell loved the play here uh, averaged over 20 touches per game and it starts in the always sexy kyle shanahan system love renfro in the patriot slot role dawson knox stacking up Devin Singletary stacking up. Jamison Carter stacking up our bills. Love it. Christian Watson, maybe he emerges as the number one, maybe not, but worth the upside stat there. Osborne Tolbert. I mean, just loading up on these receivers that any given week could blow up for 20 points while filling up the backfield with Gus Edwards and Boston Scott. Some unsexy but just usable
0: volume Yeah, but they are unsexy, but that's an overall very sexy team.
1: I like it a lot. We didn't even mention Irv Smith as our backup tight end. I mean, no Conklin there athletic freak just looks like one of those guys that could be an absolute monster. If we get held, I love this team. I think it's a great squad. I think we've done very well again. Truth.
0: What about you? Yeah. I think we killed it. I was, I had some reservations about some of them. And then when you went down the line, I was just like, wow, we got a lot of players.
1: Yeah. It all kind of came together. Pretty nice there for sure.
0: Check this out. So here's a, a – t- I get so much material from just the ticker line, like the news ticker line, just stuff that's <laughs> happened. They get so many funny headlines. I saw this one a couple of years ago. This news flash – Oh no, it actually was like a notification that came across my phone because I was subscribed to like some news magazine or whatever, and it just flashes across the screen. Fidget spinners should be fun, but some have caught on fire, and some people have <laughs> choked on them. And I was just like <laughs> – they were obviously like using them wrong, right? How do <laughs> like, hear you know, like, happen? I, know. I was just like, <laughs> they were—they didn't read the instructions. How do how do <laughs> fidgets like right. catch on fire? I mean, you work in a school. Mean? You work in a school. I bet you've had used fidget spinners. Of course, right? I know what a fidget. I have one myself. I like a fidget. Shirt. Sure. Oh, my you know? my wife like uses stuff like that all the time, and my daughter and I've none of the ones they've ever used—they've never even come close to catching on fire. No, I can't even imagine Or or being choked on. How would it catch on fire? What would you do to a fidget spinner? I don't know. See, this is the thing. There was no more information with the headline. (laughs) So I was just like, this is fantastic weapons of mass destruction fidget
1: spinners like, released who swallows a fucking fidget spinner who i, I don't
0: know? know but the fire one's more impressive like you, the only way for them to they say like oh they could catch on fire the only way they could catch on fire is if you doused them in gasoline and then just like you know threw a book of matches yeah, on they, top. they don't look <laughs> flammable either like <laughs> wow that's quite the headline
1: Right. Absolutely. Sometimes,
0: every sometimes I see a headline like that, and I'll click on the article and read it. And sometimes I'm just like, I'm just going to leave that alone. I don't even want to know anymore because it's way it be it's way funnier not knowing how it caught on fire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and
1: Wolfpack, I, we forgot to do this on the last stream as we were getting great comments and, and a little light, lighter engagement tonight, and that's fine. We didn't really advertise this; they didn't know the time. But uh, one last kind of thumbs up yep. call, if you're still here with us, help us get out to more people, but also. Toss it in there. You know, any questions you have. You guys were great in the chat last time. I think we're missing our guy, Gary W, who was also stoned while watching, loved it, talking about his high serial choices and stuff of that nature. Um, but yeah, no, toss it that like. It was it's, it, I always love doing these drafts. They're always so fucking fun.
0: Hey, I had a funny idea for an episode uh yeah. of, of a show. So here's a good scene I thought of like for a sitcom. I know you're you're working on a script yourself this is a funny thing i thought of so like someone like someone has a family member die like unexpectedly and so like you make them hilarious yeah no right right so it's a wonderful premise to start things off right (laughs) want to get them laughing right away um but so anyway you make a friend you you make them like a lasagna you know you make food for people when people die right and you bring it by but then like the person didn't seem like appreciative enough of getting it and maybe like leaves it in the freezer for a day or two and so then then you like consider maybe sneaking in and taking it back and you get caught obviously <laughs> taking it back from their freezer that's
1: like a curb your enthusiasm like you can right? see larry it, it, davis. it is right
0: it is right but it's a funny premise right
1: right like larry it, davis it, could it, be told it, to go get ice and he goes right. into the freezer and he sees his lasagna right like, exactly
0: Ooh. You and, and so that is appreciate like,
1: appreciate this. So he walks out the, like, you see him leaving the party and somebody's like stopping him. Like, hey, that's my lasagna. <laughs> like, right. You know, I can totally see that. That's fantastic.
0: It's you guys right? write
1: some great dialogue out of that situation. Absolutely.
0: Right. Well, I, I, you, I, maybe, you know, we get a couple of years into the, don't steal that, by the way, people. I think it's a very funny idea. Uh, okay. d- a couple of years into the Roto Street Journal show, we could use that in that episode. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. The Roto Street Journal show. Yeah.
0: CJ tries to reclaim a lasagna. He gave someone. CJ
1: would be like the CJ is Larry David. Like that, that is the <laughs> weird animal right there. <laughs> Happy birthday, by the way, to CJ. Yeah. Our, our, you know, one of the founding fathers, the crucial cogs of doing all the, the dirty work of RSJ. Happiest of birthdays to CJ. Couldn't we, we probably still wouldn't be here, honestly, without CJ uh doing what he does behind the scenes. So Thank you so much, CJ, for everything you bring to the table. Happiest of birthday there. Um, yeah. <laughs> he said he didn't have any great plans tonight when I texted him, but I hope he you get something lined up.
0: Here's another idea for a show I had. Yeah. All right. So like you know you those do Big down, you gotta send these to me. I, I'm gonna work these in. You know, you know those uh shows like searching for Bigfoot or something where like of course there's guys like searching through and it's like every episode, like they almost find Bigfoot, but not quite. You know, yeah. they're like, there's evidence and they're like, oh, there isn't a clear. And then, like, oh, no, nope, it's just a dog or something like that. You <laughs> know, right. but like the whole episode, they're positive. They're finally going to find Bigfoot. Of so course. I was thinking about a show similar to that, like, but for flat earthers, like where guys are like <laughs> every Kylie episode, Earthen. every episode, they're like searching for like the edge of the earth. And they, they're like every single episode, they think they're going to find it. And then they're like, Oh, no, it's just the ravine. We're going. yeah, Just, just, just a cliff. Nope. Yeah, just a standard <laughs> like you get a whole season of that. Like I think we're coming up on oh, no, that's just a slight dip in the uh in the earth. No. Just that,
1: oh, yeah, shit. Kyrie could lead that charge right there, man. Imagine him being like a host of the show, the, the
0: host oh, of the would, that would put the butts in the seats. But yes, yeah, so anyway, that's a, that's another idea I had for a show Flat Earthers.
1: Absolutely. Um, I already I actually <laughs> changed an episode already based on a random Remember we talked talking about like Christian Kirk and how he was a fur coat guy last episode? And then how he just yeah. like umbrage to it. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's that. that's going to be my third episode is like Christian Kirk just going off on Twitter. Be like, these assholes think I'm a fur coat guy. Like, have me on the show and I'll defend, you know, and then like suddenly we have to have Christian Kirk on the show and like <laughs> and something of that nature. So Christian Kirk, if you are not a fur coat guy, if that pisses you off that we think you are, please, by all means, come defend yourself. <laughs> that'd be a funny as hell episode though, for sure.
0: Oh, that'd be great. Did I ever tell oh, you man. about the huh no i just said oh man that'd be great (laughs) yeah Yeah, i'm with you all right well you're saying i ever
1: tell you about the time what
0: (laughs) well i was just i was just thinking about the time uh we were eating dinner at the table this is this is kind of recently like a year or two ago or something and like they were we were eating these really good burritos and i'd had a couple and like like
1: uh, homemade or from
0: somewhere? yeah yeah like anna makes really good burritos She goes, like, and I just kind of look up and I go, man, I think I want a third one. And Anna just looks at me like I'm the biggest fucking asshole in the (laughs) world. It's like, and I was like, I mean, maybe she's, like, judging me because I've had a lot of food. And, you know, maybe I've put on a little weight or whatever. But then it came out. I was like, wow, what are you looking at me like that? It came out that we had a completely different interpretation of what I had just said. She thought I was saying I wanted a third kid. And uh, oh. I was saying, <laughs> which she was just like, yeah, right, you, no way. Uh, but I just wanted another burrito. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, That's married life, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I get to look forward to. <laughs> that, I mean, there, yeah, that, a bunch of stuff. That's one of the things. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. I, I, I we could have a whole episode, whole episode where I could just talk you through the finer points of marriage and some of the funnier things that you'll encounter
1: oh hell yeah no uh, that could be, that a could wedding be. venue this weekend actually all the joy of planning a wedding so fun
0: you're going local of course right
1: we're no we're looking so hills is from connecticut so we're actually looking out in the uh connecticut coastline area nice nice connecticut i i will say this for uh wedding wise all their almost all the venues come with an open bar like it's the prices are very reasonable compared to around here it's it's a great spot. It never. I guess the benefit of our family being there is nice too. But <laughs> right. that's also nice. That's also very nice. But yeah, uh, very, very great price points and open bars being included.
0: Very, very. Red nice. Red Street Journal is going to close that place down.
1: That <laughs> the open bar, we'll get our money's worth for sure from the RSH crude. <laughs> no doubt about that. Oh man, All right, dude, I, I love that idea. The third burrito, though, that's like another screenplay scene because. I was listening to a book and they were saying some of the best, like whether it's comedy, drama, or or a mix of the both, the the biggest emotion that you want to go for is people being misunderstood. And like that, because we know the audience will know something that the characters don't, that whole dramatic irony, whatever you want to call it. Uh, And that is something that as an audience, we can like cringe on both sides of like the person being angry and then the person being misunderstood. And like, we understand where they're coming from, but why
0: they're both off. And like, I got all sorts of stuff like that. If, yeah, I, if that... you're interested in that, like the burrito things one, but remember we talked to, I remember I gave you that, I pitched you that idea the time that we were talking about playing Catan and you texted me, like, I want to ravage your asshole. And then <laughs> yeah, and yeah. like, it didn't happen, but it occurred to me that like in a vacuum, like, because my, my text show up on my computer and my kid uses a computer. Sometimes. <laughs> and I was like, you know, just in a vacuum. What if my kid was on my computer and all of a sudden just a text from you came up that was like, I, I want to ravage your asshole. And then, like, you know, it would you know, say my wife would find out and then there would be some drama about whether or not we were having an illicit affair. <laughs> and the yeah, next yeah. thing we know, every time, everywhere we go, we're having to just deny that we're like in this. Well, I saw that text. Exactly. No, I was talking about a board game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, honey. Yeah, that makes sense. Definitely. Yeah, that's what a regular oh, a person of Catan. No. Yeah, Oh, yeah, no, sure. I, you really I expect me to believe now. that? Okay. Like you
0: would talk about ravaging someone's ass. I could just see the conversation. It's like, it's no, like, that's totally how I talk.
1: It's like, I could just see it now. Like you're outside, you're smoking a bowl, getting ready for baked best ball or whatever. And and Serena walks in to talk to, to Anna. and She's like, Mommy, I. I was just playing a game on daddy's computer and somebody texted me like, what does it mean what, to ravage what? someone's asshole? <laughs> well, I was, as I said, the progression's like, what's ravage mean? And then, like, <laughs> oh, that, why? Why do you ask that? Well, somebody said they wanted to ravage daddy's asshole. <laughs>
0: Who's this traykoff guy?
1: Who's traykoff
0: <laughs> Oh, you mean the Wolf of Rotor Street? Yeah.
1: Yes. Of Oh, yes, of course. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, See, uh, that's a, that's a great example one too. If you oh, like perfect. The whole
1: Misunderstood, misunderstood. Like, yeah, we are laughing our asses off, texting each other demented trash talk, and then, (laughs) (laughs) and that could be like, it could be over katana, it could over be like a fantasy game, like could be over literally anything. Could be over anything because, like, I've probably texted you about ravaging your your (laughs) asshole multiple times. Whether it was a fantasy, exactly, like that's not the first time I've mentioned doing some bad things to you, and you're behind.
0: So yeah, <laughs> hey, I, I got one other thing, and then I gotta go. Um, you ever think about like first world problems, like problems, problem? I mean, I, it's, we have typically. It's yeah. Kind of like one of my, kind of like favorite genres is uh, you know, uh, just first world problems, stuff we complain about, and then we're like, God, we have such cushy lives so that we never even think that. about this yet. Yeah. So this happened not that long ago. Um, my kid was complaining because. He couldn't work the rear air conditioning controls in the car with his feet. (laughs) Oh my God.
1: That's great. Dante was it? Or was it Serena? This was
0: Serena. Yeah. Uh and and it was because she was wearing new shoes. Oh. So just like I was like, wow that might be the ultimate example of a first world problem. I got a lot more, but I, I'm I'm not going to use them all on this one episode, but that's that a, could be top. What, once, once, about- uh, once, you know, the show hits it big at some point when we're all making a lot of money, you know, the wolf's kid should be in the back seat of his car complaining about how she can't work the air conditioning controls with her feet because right. she has new shoes on. And that's when the wolf, <laughs> that's when the wolf realizes he's got to like give his kid a body check because like you know he didn't have it like this when he was growing up.
1: <laughs> yeah, when he was when I only had front air conditioner like or or when I was
0: like, look, when I was a kid it was just roll down the windows. God
1: forbid you have a fucking car. Like, and it was you know, a
0: manual uh turner for the window.
1: Walking to school in the snow, never mind that. <laughs> like it's just so how many layers of first world problems there that there's like one four
0: is? four just in there.
1: Just like car first of all like very nice to have a car you got a car with air conditioning very nice to have rear air conditioning rear air conditioning (laughs)
0: like and then being upset that you can't reach said rear air conditioning controls with your feet feet, because you're wearing new shoes
1: (laughs) you can't just lean over you gotta reach it with your feet that is just I don't know that I've seen such a layer. Five layers. That's problem. five layers. <laughs> there is a lot of layers of first world problems in one first world problem. <laughs> well, if you like stuff like that, I got loads of this stuff. Oh, uh, I, I love that stuff. Oh, that's fantastic. I, I think we got to end on that, like uh, the right. ultimate first world problem. I, I, if you listeners have something
0: to talk about. Yeah, come up with a better world first problem. world problem than that, I dare you. And this is real, by the way. The I didn't make that up.
1: Yeah, send it to me at Roto Street Wolf. Send it in the comments to this video. I read them all. I love seeing when you guys interact. I love to hear some of the positive words you guys had on the last big balls. Why, why we're here, big best ball doing it again. And that also, besides the fact that I just really enjoy doing these, it's, it's nice. Today was a little more structured, maybe a little too structured, in my opinion, uh, with too many points. Because as you saw, we didn't get through half of them until the end. So. Maybe we just kind of go with this is a draft and we're going to free reel our our talk the whole time from the the future. Who knows? We're learning as we go. You guys let us know what you enjoy, what you like about it, what we could do better because we're just always interested in your feedback. But we love this shit. This is fun. This is a good show. We hope the the chat comes back more active next time for sure. We had like 35, 40 live comments last time. We'll advertise
0: it better next time. uh, Yeah, it kind of came out of nowhere for sure. It's all right. Uh, It was cool. It was still fun to talk.
1: Absolutely. And cheers to anybody that caught the replay. You know, thanks so much. And if you're still here somehow with us here at the end, that thumbs up does continue to help us grow. And if you like these type of videos, likes and subscribe, you know, joining the channel, getting us back over that 2K hump. Would be so greatly appreciated as we, we head from 2K to 30K to who knows how much the wolf Wolfpack grows. Uh, but best of luck to all you guys if you're doing those best ball drafts. We didn't even promote the fact that you should use code RSJ if you play on underdog. Uh, it will match up $100 of deposit. It will kick back to your boys as well, which is really appreciated. Shows that we can have a little good power from the wolf pack there. So if you like the stream, you want to touch your hand. And we did a $25 draft for a shot at $2 million tonight. All the stuff we should have promoted about an hour ago. Uh, but there is right now going on a $5 draft for a shot at $75,000. It's called The Puppy. And they have a few of these puppies emerge throughout the summer. They're so much fun. They're a great way to get used to the best ball and kind of Play with it without having to invest. I know. I keep saying it's like only twenty five bucks, but twenty five bucks is like you know, it's not nothing. It's it's a dinner. It's it's decent change. Um, used to
0: be, used to be a dinner.
1: Yeah, that's true. Not even anymore. That's an appetizer. Um, so, uh, to the twenty five gets you shot at two million. That's why we keep doing those for when we go live. But I'm doing a ton of these five dollar ones to keep testing out new strategies, learn best ball construction, all that stuff. So, if you don't want to go to the the point of twenty five bucks for two million. Toss in five and get used to the, the puppy. It's awesome. Best ball is just so fun. Uh, and again, the p- playoffs were very profitable for us here at Roto Street Journal because of Gabe Davis, because of Josh Allen's. That's why we probably keep going back to him. Uh, but we're hoping the regular season this year is just as profitable uh, for sure. So yeah, promoting that here at the tail end. But if you stayed all the way through, maybe that will be enough to convince you to, to test out underdog again. Code RSJ or link in the description as well to give it a toss out. And all our content, either way. If you like writing, you like all the, the videos, you can find us on YouTube, but writing at RotostreetJournal.com, my rankings, RotostreetJournal.com, slash big board, updated routinely. Um, I think that's all I got to promote, other than I'm at Road street Wolf. So, truth, anything else? Am I-, I got nothing else podcast? to promote. The Fancy Fullback Dive, the podcast, we pave your path. So, if you prefer audio and you want to listen, or you're stuck at work and you can't watch us live, but you want some audio in the background, the Fancy Fullback Dive is where we pave your path to 2022 titles. All righty. RoadShootJournal.com b and Fancy Wolves I'm the wolf I'm the truth In a world full of fancy sheep Get baked And do best ball We used to <laughs> the have passes. it all, <laughs> But now's go our curtain call
0: So hold for the applause oh, 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 oh And wave out to the crowd And take our final bow Oh,
1: it's our time to go But at least we still.
0: We stole the show, least we stole the show, least we stole the show. Straight ahead, Devlin, second effort, third effort, touchdown, oh! That's pretty awesome. That's old-fashioned football right there, folks.